Well, hello there. It's another weekend update. I'm Jim Harrington. And I am Bill Knight getting my uh, my sip of my morning cup of coffee. Your Java. Uh, my Java. I got to have my Java or I just can't, uh, I can't Java anything. Did you uh, happen to see the... Um, did you happen to see President Trump last night uh, in South Dakota? Well, I I saw where he choked up. Yeah, and uh, you know he just he couldn't get the words out. Yeah, you know, we should play that. It wasn't. A, I I have the audio here. It it wasn't a glitch, Mitch. This uh, well, you know, just shoot the audio, and then we, we, there's plenty of time to comment on. Yeah, it. we'll talk over it because he's not talking. Listen. And help build America into the greatest nation in the history of the world. Now you can't see his face on this podcast. But if you do see the video, you can see that he's tearing up. He's yeah. choking up. You can't get the words out like you're breaking up in a relationship. It's It's sad. You know, if he's so uh, demoralized, that says to me we're we're on the very brink of disaster. He knows. Yep. He's fighting the good fight. He but sure he knows. is. But now we are a nation in decline. We are a failing nation. We are a nation that has the highest inflation in fifty years. And he goes on, uh, yeah. but he must have paused for, what, a minute or so? Well, it seemed like a minute. It was a long time. But, you know, the, the fact is, you know, he, well, I, I, I think I said it best. He knows. He knows what he's up against. It doesn't mean he's not going to fight the fight and fight the good fight. But, you know, you've got all kinds of different bad players on the Democratic side. And they are united, and they're going to continue pounding and lying and doing whatever they can. We're not doing that on the Republican side. He can't win this alone. And unless all the good people out there get together and help fight this fight, and that's not just going to the polls and voting. That's calling up and saying, what can I do to help? Can I carry a sign? Can I carry a flag? Can I make a phone call? Can I do this? Can I do that? And you know what? When you sit there and see a liberal meme out there, find something that you can counter it with. Do what they do to us. Fight the fight or accept the consequences. You know, it's almost like uh, Republicans at all levels don't fight the same way that Democrats at all levels fight. And I say all levels because... Even in Congress, in Congress, the Democrats lock arms no matter who, who or what they believe in, and they stand with each other, whereas the Republicans don't do that. Yeah, it's all about power to them, you know, and totalitarian power. I mean, look at Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, she's still a congresswoman, but, you know, she barely squeaked by in the last election. She's going to be 85 next year, or she's 85 now, and she's sitting there going, yeah, I'm going to run again next year. Why? You're 85. Now, you could live to be 99, but you're 85. What? what they are so on? cocky. They are so confident that they're in charge now, and they're going to take a firm grasp on this country for decades that she can come out like she just did and say, I'm going to. Run again what does for she Congress. know that we don't know? What does she know that we don't know? I mean, there's story after story after story that they're finally showing there was election fraud. But the Democrats are going, well, where's your proof? Well, right here. But they don't, they don't yeah, care. That, they, they don't, don't care about exactly facts. It. I wanna, they don't. Bill, I want to do something here. We talked over it when, when we played it. I'm going to play that cut we just did. But we're going to play it without interruption. We're not going to talk All over right. it. We're going to play it, and I want you to understand that while the music is playing, like Bill said, he has tears in his eyes. He, he looks he looks like he's holding back tears for the country. And, and, the, and the people in the audience, they see it. They catch on. You'll hear it. This is how it went in real time. 
and help build America into the greatest nation in the history of the world. Okay, so where are we go? What does he know that he's not telling us? I, I, I really, I would love to know that he must, he must know something that's so depressing, so distressing that about this. Pardon? He's he's fighting. He's fighting the fight. Yeah, You're going against him. So he has stared the beast in the eye. He knows the beast. He knows who it is and what it's capable of. Yeah. And that's all in. He's doing everything he can do. So like I said, this is like uh, a loved one going off the war, off to war. Or, you know, the, the last day of school. And you're talking to your friends going, we'll keep in touch. Goodbye. I'm going yeah. to college. You know, he's not saying goodbye, but it's as close to. Well, what did you As say you to me get. yesterday, which shocked me? We were talking about assassination attempts on him, and you had read mm -hmm. you had read how many? Well, six a day, and that was a year ago or two years ago. Um, it's the number is staggering. Look now, the thing is, it doesn't mean that he was like shot at, and you know, it's that somewhere along the line in the system, they stopped something from happening to him. Right. You know. Uh, but okay, I, don't, I don't know how, I don't think there's anyone else that I've, I've seen on the political landscape who has the stamina and the courage that he has. He doesn't need this friends. You know, well, when I, I hear, when I hear the liberals out there, you know, Oh, Trump, this and Trump, that, he doesn't need it. He doesn't think, need, he doesn't need the bitching from the left. He doesn't need the the leftist attacks on his character. He's got more money than he'll ever need. But he well, doesn't. Think it about for this. Us. Think about this now. Go back to 2016 in the election, uh, and Hillary's going to win. No, oh, Trump doesn't have a chance in hell to win. You know, it's going to freeze over before that ever happens. Yeah. But Rosie O'Donnell and every stupid liberal out there that had a microphone and a camera. This were, these were Democrats, and even people on Facebook and social media sat there and said, you know, somebody, you know, where's a good, uh, I think Howard Stern said, uh, or somebody said, where's a good assassin when you need one? You know, Johnny I mean, Depp, Johnny Depp, no, Johnny Depp yeah. said that. Yep. Johnny Depp said that, and they can get away with it. No Republican yeah. could ever say that. So your party is capable of killing a candidate if they deem it necessary to get them out of the way. Oh, sure. And Absolutely. think about that. And if you're, if, you're a, if you're a registered Democrat going, I'm going to vote Democrat, well, hey, then that makes so, you an accessory to hey, the biggest now, crime ever. Historically in this country, Abraham Lincoln, Republican, John Wilkes Booth, Democrat. I mean, it goes back 100 and, 150 years. Yeah, in this country, at least. Um, Look, I, I, as far as as far as I, I, you know, looking from the outside in at what's going on, uh, I I think that something incredibly significant is going to happen in our country very soon. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm not talking about the elections in 2024. I think that you know if things are going the way they're going. They may have really very little relevance. Well, think about this. What happened in New Mexico with the governor there yesterday, late yesterday? 
What? Do you know? No. Oh, you don't know? Oh, I go. This is good. Oh, oh wait a second. Wait a second. I did read that. Yes. She suspended the Second Amendment to your days. right to for 30 days. Why? Yeah. It, it, it's a violation of the Second Amendment. It's, it's unconstitutional because to do what she, she did. It's illegal. Because she doesn't care about the law. Exactly. But what is she setting up or protecting? What's going to happen? Well, I mean, there could be a situation where there are there is a need for people to, I, you know, I, I don't want this to happen, but some people may think that there's a point where they have to take arms. And right. if, they, if they can't take arms, and also she may be testing the waters for a national 30-day moratorium on the, uh, on, on the use of guns or, you know, having well. concealed carry permits and things like that. While you slept last night, mm -hmm. more states are on the bandwagon to, they have no legal justification, but to take Trump off the ballot. While you slept, yeah, it came out that, uh, where is it? Uh, the uh, Democratic Atlantic mayor, uh, Andre Dickens, announced a 24-page guide for inclusive language that provides sanctioned terms. Well, I actually did this on Thursday for city officials to use. I mean, we're talking things like uh, microaggressions and gender identity, and this is being passed around. This is the terms that you use. Oh, no, A these, lot of it is to... These people have jumped off the friggin' ledge. You know, it used to be that they were tiptoeing towards the ledge of, you know, taking our country away. Now there's a full court press. They just want to change it and to do it as quickly as they can. Maybe they figure they've only got a year and a half till 2024, so they've got to do as much damage as they can. They're just going to put everything. They're going to put it all in play because technically they still wield a lot of cards, so they can sit there and just de facto put it in play. Um, you got now. There are calls even by Democrats. The voting base is in. Joe doesn't need to be president anymore. Kareen, uh, uh, you mean Kamala? Je Kamala? No, uh, no, 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 no. Kareen no, no. Jean Pierre. Kareen oh. Jean Pierre. She yeah. was saying that yes, we do, we do screen what uh, Biden's going to say before he does because you know that fake daughter he came up with. Wait a minute, he, he he's got a a pretend daughter. All right, but you know we know he's making stuff up. This guy needs to be out of the White House now. But that puts Kamala Kamala in. Well, if you put her in, oh, you think it's bad now? It's going to get worse. But then again, you got the all handsome Kevin Newsom saying, oh, I'm not going to run for president in 2024. You know, when you go out of your way to say you're not doing something, yeah, you I mean, are. Yeah, and, you and know, the other person that's not doing something yes. and probably is, mm -hmm. is Michelle Obama. Because, right. And the news well, is I, all I'm, there to I'm, say, I'm, well, you I know. I am holding my... my uh, ammunition on that. I don't know whether that's uh, going to take off because there's that uh, Tucker Carlson interview with Malik Obama uh, coming out uh, on the 19th of September. And from what I've heard, it's uh, going to uh, be quite... Uh, if you think Larry Sinclair was uh, an interesting interview, problem. I think this is going to be even more so. What? The problem is Democrats don't care what we th throw out there as facts, and they are facts, they don't care what the, how damning the information is because they're united in their fight. Republicans are going, well, <laughs> there it is. Well, what are you going to do with it now well, that it's there? I look at the impeachment thing that's going on right now. Right. They, they should, they, they're talking about an impeachment hearing. No, 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 no. You've already done that. You've already got the facts. You've already got the information. Do an impeachment vote. But they, no. Yeah, they, we don't. They didn't do an impeachment hearing for Trump, you know. They just impeached yeah. him. That's right. Because, you know, look, there's that meme out there. You know, I don't go whoop often. But when I do, there it is. The Democrats don't go whoop at all. They just go, there it is. Yep. Love it or not, that's the way we're going to do it. You know, we're going, whoop, 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 whoop. And, you know, Let's, but the thing is, Bill, doing it. Bill, the Republicans saying, well, maybe Joe will get impeached. Well, maybe Joe will get impeached. Oh, yeah. 
Well, you know what will happen? We'll get this person. The question of the president's age often go hand in hand with questions about how you would step in the role, you know, if necessary. Do you feel prepared for that possibility? Uh, and serving as vice president prepared you for, for that job? Yes. Um, and how would you, you know, describe the, that, that process? Which like process? As far as, you know, being ready for that, that, for that. Well, first of all, let's, I'm answering your hypothetical. Mm-hmm. Um, but Joe Biden's going to be fine. Right. So that is not going to come to fruition. But let us also understand that every vice president, every vice president, understands that when they take the oath, that they must be very clear about the responsibility they may have to take over the job of being president. Oh, my gosh. You know, to think that this is the replacement. If you think that it's terrible with Biden, and it is, mm-hmm. multiply it times two when you have a numbskull like her sitting behind the resolute desk. Huh? I mean, this, this, you think it's dangerous now? Wait until Barack Obama gets uh, his hands on her. And I mean, Obama's pulling the strings. Don't kid oh, yourself yeah. that he's not. He's, he's doing exactly what he said he wanted to do. You know, he said he wanted to sit at home in his sweats with an earpiece and a microphone and give instructions to the guy who was playing president. That's what he said. Yep. That's what he's doing. Yeah, that's what he's doing. But, you know, the question is, you know, the the way that we do things, two terms, yada, yada, yada. Is that going to change? Is the two-party system going to change and we're just basically going to have one big brother party? You know, Bill, I, I don't know. And I, I, I was sitting here as that was playing, thinking about the Trump video. You know, you pointed that out to me just before we started the show. I thought I had, you know, the significant audio from that that rally last night but no that was the audio this is the audio and it, it is depressing to a certain extent i mean he's our all of us are putting our trust and we're standing behind this guy you know and mm-hmm. and to see him look a bit demoralized uh, on stage was it, it was upsetting it's upsetting to see that you know? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I, I, look, we do have video between us. We, we're an audio podcast. But the second time when you were playing that, yeah. you had this dead stare. And I just saw your cheeks go down. It was a side profile and your eyes wallop up. And I was going like, yep, that's what that's what it did. It, it breaks my heart. It breaks my heart to think that that somebody who has worked so hard to save our country can be so obviously upset with the position that it's in right now, you know? And the hired guns out there, the fanny be tender with our president, is coming up with yet more indictments. Letitia James, remember her from New York? Uh, she goes, now she's going at, well, you know, Trump, um, you know, he's overinflated his his true wealth. Well, didn't she during the trial say, oh, no, no, he's he's underestimated That's the it. value of his property. What the hell? You know, how many shoes do you have in that bag that but you want to try on his foot? Don't you understand? I think you know, you understand this because I know oh, I you. get it. But, Bill, the these people, first of all, truly, all of the people who are indicting him, who are going after him right now, even to the amateurs like me looking in. They're dumb. They are dumb, mean people, pure and simple people. They're not dumb because they're smart enough to know that if they band together, even even if they're a minority, if I think Bill Clinton said it once, you know, uh, I would rather have 100 percent of 20 percent than maybe 20 or 40 percent. Of eighty or a hundred percent. Well, let in me, other words, Bill, let me t- let me just show you why I said dumb. Okay, um, yeah. you probably saw this on Friday. The entire special grand jury report was released, and it revealed the special grand jury recommended charges against thirty-nine people. 
39. They only indicted 19. This is the uh, Atlanta grand jury, the Fannie Willis. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. This is the grand jury, the special grand jury. The jury recommended charges against people like uh, uh, Kelly Kelly Loeffler, who was a senator from Georgia. David Perdue, who was a senator from Georgia. Mike Flynn, General Mike Flynn, right? What the heck did he do except support President Trump? Lynn Wood, who is, you know, the poor guy has lost his law license because he stood by Trump. Cleta Mitchell, another attorney who is in trouble because she supported Trump. And last but definitely not least, Lindsey Graham. I, oh, yeah, I, they're going after him now. Now the, the new one's going after him. I have some audio of Lindsey and his, uh, his response. Listen. This is troubling for the country. We can't criminalize senators doing their job when they have a constitutional requirement to fulfill. It would be irresponsible for me, in my opinion, as chairman of the committee, not to try to find out what happened. We're opening up Pandora's box here. That was brand new reaction from Senator Lindsey Graham just moments ago after learning the grand jury and former President Trump's Georgia elections case wanted to charge him. That detail is one of many now public after the judge released the grand jury's final report. Senior correspondent Jonathan Seri is live for us in Atlanta. Jonathan, how is the Trump campaign responding to this? Hi there, Sandra. Well, the Trump campaign responded shortly after this document was released, the special uh, grand jury report that was released this morning. Uh, The campaign saying, in part, in a clearly biased un-American act, a majority of the special grand jurors voted to indict dozens of innocent individuals, including former and sitting United States senators, simply for raising concerns about election integrity and exercising their First Amendment rights under the Constitution. This is the first time the public has been able to see the special grand jury report that was completed back in December. It shows the panel recommended indictments against 39 individuals. That's more than twice the 19 who actually ended up being indicted by a regular grand jury in August. Prominent individuals recommended but not indicted include former Republican Georgia Senators Kelly Leffler and David Perdue, South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham, who you heard from at the beginning of the show or of this segment, Georgia Attorney Lynn Wood, former Trump National Security Advisor Michael Flynn, and former Trump Advisor Boris Epstein, as well as election lawyer Cleta Mitchell. Again, Sandra, none of these individuals that I named were actually indicted, uh, but this special grand jury was certainly recommending it, and it shows the wide scope of this initial investigation. Back to you. Now, you got to ask the question, were all those people of the 39 Republicans? Uh, I would be willing to bet you uh, dollars to donuts, as they would say, that they were. Yes. So this is the Democratic Party saying, oh, you're a Republican. We've got to indict you. You know, this is the one party saying, well, you know, the one way that we can do it is just villainize the entire party. And that's the, and they'll say, hey, we were we were merciful on you, Lindsay and everybody else, you know. We, we had mercy on you, but you're a criminal. You're, if you're a Republican, you're a criminal. And that is, I've been smelling this rat that they've been dragging in for a while, you know, and look what the cat brought in. My question you know, is, this is crap. In, if we have a true justice system we don't. in our country, we do not. then, well, I mean, can't, for example, the Supreme Court in their all-powerful position that they're in, can't they look down from on high, see the damage that is being wreaked on our country by these activist jurists, and intervene? I mean, can't they come down and say, wait a second, bring all those indictments right now to the Supreme Court? For I think they can do this, Bill. I think well, they have that power. But where the hell it. are they? Well, uh, they're kind of scared because if I were a Democrat doing everything that we just laid out, I'd go, oh, you know, we got to worry about the Supreme Court. Oh, wait a minute. Let's go ahead and start villainizing them. Yeah, did you get any trips or anything like that? Yeah, they might be legal, but it's not going to look good to the American public. Let's let's attack that with this new system that we have in our pocket. Let's do this. Let's do that. Because they have been under scrutiny. Why? Because the majority are conservatives and appointed by Republicans. So anything Republican is bad. 
You know, Bill, I was watching a movie yesterday um, called Agent Game. Uh, mm. Not maybe it didn't get great reviews, but I li- I kind of liked it because it, it's you know it's a it's a spyish kind of thing, you know. But the theme, the thread that made it so interesting was that it was uh, a deep and dark government operation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a, a nefarious government operation. And I was thinking, you know, there was a time when you would watch a movie like that and you could relax because you knew it was all fiction. You know, I mean, you felt that it was all fiction. You you felt that it was a, from the mind of a, of a, of a real good uh, author somewhere. Some screenwriter really put this together and did a good job. But nowadays, you look at a movie like that and you think, my God, I'm watching a a bit of reality. You know, this may actually be gentle compared to the nonsense that is going on right now in our country. I mean, we have people who are being raided by the FBI and getting shot. We have people who are, I gotta, I gotta read you this. This is gonna, this is gonna knock you out. Um, in September of last year, a North Dakota man named Shannon Brandt ran down and killed a teenager named Kayler Ellingson. Because he supposedly suspected him of being a Republican extremist. If you saw a picture of Kaylor Ellingson, he looked like he was just out of high school. I mean, he still had braces on his teeth. He oh, was a young, a young guy with a smile, and, and, and life was ahead of him. And this lunatic, Shannon Brandt, ran him down in his pickup truck. Well, mm-hmm. Brandt was allowed to plea to the charge of manslaughter, and he was just sentenced to only five years in prison. Oh, he'll be out in six months. But, 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 Bill, he killed this person. He gets five years, and like you said, he'll be out on good behavior in six months or a year, right? I doubt a year. In no, the no, meantime, he just goes in and pfft, that's it. In the meantime... The January 6ers who didn't do anything other than maybe knock down a portable barricade or may have been singing in, inside the halls of Congress but weren't breaking anything, mm-hmm. they get 15, 17, 22, maybe 30 years in prison, in jail. Yeah. Now tell me there isn't two different, completely different justice systems in our country right now. I don't, because I don't believe it. And when I see somebody like President Trump tearing up on the podium like he did last night, and it breaks my heart, I think to myself, you know, we hear these things in the background, like, well, there's something going on, and the military may be standing behind President Trump, and uh, it may not be as dark and as dismal as you think it is. After seeing that video... I kind of think maybe it is. As you know God. what I think he was thinking about? I think he was thinking about the fact that, yeah, he's fighting the good fight. But I think in that moment of reflection, because it was a long moment, yeah, he probably thought about his life, his wife, and his kids, and all the hell that he's going through. What kind of hell are they going through? Boy, you not know? the truth. Isn't that the truth? Yeah. I mean, when you look at that face that you see right there, everybody's talking about the mugshot face. No. If somebody has a picture of that, that is the face you put on a T-shirt and you raise money and you shove it down a Democrat's throat because uh, it depicts what's really going on. If you have not seen the video, look it up. Uh, maybe we can get a link and put you it know, on there. You know, Bill, I this is strange. I played it. I played it directly off the internet. It's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, did you notice that? It's been yeah. taken down. Yeah, it was taken down. While we were recording the show, it was yeah. taken down. And the reason is they don't want you to see it. Now, this was on the Gateway Pundit. They're great. Which is a conservative website. But you know what? That also, uh, I don't know if I wrote down the story here. Um, there's, uh, oh, uh, out in California, they're uh, they're doing their um, 
content uh, moderation, actually, the X yeah. uh, platform, Twitter, the old Twitter, yeah, uh, filed a lawsuit yesterday because California has content uh, moderation, which means that if they they if it's speech that goes against what their political philosophy is, yeah. Social media has to take it down or suffer consequences because California will take it down. You cannot speak out against the current government is basically what it is. And Elon Musk going, wait a minute, that's a First Amendment violation, freedom of speech. They don't care. Kevin Newsom, if he ever got a shot to be president, and I guarantee he's a good-looking guy, well-spoken guy, he's an evil Bastard. He is. I'll just say it. He's well. He, uh, look he's look, look what he's allowed guy. to happen to the state. That I mean, that this was a giant of a state. It was beautiful oh, to look people at. People are moving out, and there's some six hundred thousand people right now that want to get the hell out of California. What scares me is, you know, they don't realize the ones that are getting out. They helped vote in the problem, and all they're going to do is go somewhere else and pollute it. Yeah. You know, I, I, you know, some states ought to sit there and say, I'm sorry, but if you're from California, you ain't welcome. I'm sorry, but you, you made a mess, go back and clean it up and then we'll consider you. But until you do forget about it. You know, they moved, I mean, they moved, uh, while we were talking, they took the Trump video off the site. So it wasn't there for a while. And I just went back to it, and they've actually moved it to the banner area, the very top, so that it's it's one that doesn't change as quickly as the ones that are below it. Do you know? Um, yeah. So it I, is. I, look, it's a very powerful, powerful piece of video. You probably are not going to see it anywhere else. Uh, I'm probably going to download it so that I have a hard copy of it, mm -hmm. because by having a hard copy of it, then I can post it. But I can tell you this. Uh, I can make up new names, and there's, uh, from our old days of posting this podcast, it's such a violent, mean podcast, you know? Oh, my God. Uh, uh, Google and um, YouTube, uh, they ban everything I do. Just about everything that I do, I can post a picture of a church. It will get taken down as a hate post. And that's just the way it is. We have never so, encouraged anything on this program that is anti-American or violent. Well, you know, no, we never have. And I won't do it here because it reflects on you. I And you know what? I have people uh, around me that I love and care about. So I, you know, I will temper what I say and do. But, you know, I mean, if what we've just talked about and the audio we played if it has an effect on you, you need to sit down and have a serious discussion in your mind of what you can do to help affect positive change. But you know what? Go give your wife, go give your girlfriend, go give your kids a hug. Because this is, uh, you, you hear the fight against good and evil, you know, and I'm, there's good people that are Democrats, but they got to realize their party is corrupt. Republicans have to realize we got corrupt bastards in our, and they're bastards mm -hmm. uh, in our party too. And um, we've got to sit there and we got to flush the toilet. You hear that, Mitt uh, Romney? Yeah, yeah we're talking I mean, about you. Mitch McConnell, we're talking about yeah. you. It's time to flush you guys and get rid of you because, you know, that that's I'm, I'm done with you. And Democrats too. And Nancy, don't run again. Because you know what? Somebody needs, we need to get people out you of know, California. You, there's got to be justice, Bill. We got to save this beautiful country for our grandkids and our great grandkids. The generations that are yet to be born, they need huh? a country like we had at one time. There is a representative down in uh, Mississippi, I forget his name. He actually lost his election as a Democrat, and he came out and said, oh, by the way, uh, the elections were rigged. They were rigged here, and he yeah. has proof. I'm going to play one more time President All Trump. Right. Listen. And help right. build America into the greatest nation in the history of the world.
nation in decline. We are a failing nation. We are a nation that has the highest inflation in 50 years. I got to watch the uh, the rally. I got to see it. I got to see what how that whole thing. Pardon? Re yeah, you got to see the whole thing. I would yeah. record it too because we could probably take audio from it. I'm going to ask people to do something. You know, I don't know how many people are listening to this show today. You know, we've never had a firm handle on it. We've we haven't taken any money for doing this podcast. We've out of our pocket spent a lot of money on it. Mm -hmm. But if you got emotional during hearing that, and maybe you go and look up the audio, then what I would recommend you do is, I don't care if there's five people, 25 people, 250 people, you know, 2,500 people or 2.5 million people, share the show. We're not making money, so I'm not asking for a damn dime. I'm not, I don't have an address to give nope. you to send money to. So all I'm asking you to do is get the word out there, share the show and then if you got the show as a share and you've listened to this point and you're going wow that was powerful then i want you to share the show and so on on down the line because then you're doing something i don't care if you share it with a democrat and if you're a democrat and you got this far down the line you know share it with other democrats i don't think that's going to happen because they're good Democrats, but uh, that's not going to happen. But you know what? I think it's you a great idea. Take... The other thing, Bill, they can do is it won't take you a second. We're not even asking you to write a note, okay? Do this, too. Go to the email address that we have, mm -hmm. the one that we give you on the air. That mail Bill... at itsanotherday.com. Yep. Just mail at itsanotherday.com, all one word. It's another day.com. And all you have to do is hit reply and send it. Even a, bl a blank email from you, a blank you know email from you will mean a lot to us. I haven't put up the, uh, the email for uh, Jim and Bill.com. I haven't even built that site yet because we have, we own that domain. But I can put up pretty quickly the mail at Jim and Bill.com. You know, mm -hmm. so we'll make it easy for you. I will make it easy for you to send mail. So that will be up sometime during the day that all the mail can come in. All weekend long. Just send us a blank email. Or if you want to say, hey, love the show. That's great. That's nice. We don't need it. We just want to know that you're there. I mean, we know mm -hmm. we see the we see we see ratings of, of sorts. And they yeah. seem to indicate that we have tens of thousands of people listening around the world, which I find mind-boggling because, like Bill said, we don't promote it. We haven't got – we've been putting our own money into a lot of things, but it can get very expensive. And Oh, yeah. We I just fired a company yesterday that I had picked up uh, six months ago to market. Turned out they weren't doing anything, and I said, you know what? You know, you can keep what you've done. Send me a copy of it. You can keep that money, no more. And, of course, they can't produce anything that they produced, you know, because they're liberals on the West Coast. Of course they can't produce anything for a conservative show. The other thing is this. If you don't remember the email address, right, if, if you don't remember uh, mail at jimandbill.com or mail at itsanotherday.com, you can go to our website. I think there's a, a link, isn't there, to uh, yeah, contact? Yeah, there's a link, and I'll, I'm going to put – I'm going to put – Two more easy links to get to us, and that will be, you know, that that's, that's going to be It would mean a great deal to us because, as you know, if you're a regular listener, we've been doing this for uh, close to two years now, and uh, nonstop, no vacations. When we go on vacations, you don't know about it because we take our equipment with us yeah. so we can keep doing the show so you guys are still getting the information we think you need to get. Look, I got a girlfriend in Boston. I'm not going to lie. I go up there, and I take shop and set it up there. And, you know, thank you, Ann, for putting up with with. Hey, uh, I got <laughs> I got my, my daughter up in New England that I go up and see yeah. my grandkids, and I bring all my equipment, uh, equipment with me, too. And I set it up. I sometimes do it in my hotel room. They think I'm nuts 
don't clean that guy's room. I think he's talking to himself. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, but. Oh, yeah. That's Drake up there, too. I'll say thank you to him. It's funny because uh, the the 11-year-old, he, uh, you know, the, the, the signature sign-off. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, I hear it all over the place now. <laughs> I've I've not only heard it from him, you know, having fun with it. Yes, I've heard it from her. <laughs> I've heard it from you know at the Belmont where I stay. Uh, you know, I've heard it from people going, "Yeah, what the hell are you doing there?" Where you go, hasta la vista, baby. We're out of here. I hear. Just it tell them you're <laughs> you're finishing up on your Babel language co- course or yeah, something. You know, my, uh, yeah, my Babel language yeah. course. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, the end, I'm parachuting it, off the balcony. So that's something we're really <laughs> asking you to do this weekend. Please, please take a moment. You don't have to write us a long letter or a long paragraph. Even if it's a blank email from you, just hit reply and send it. That says to, that says to us, okay, that, there's a guy there. He's, you know, these, this batch of uh, emails, these are from people who uh, are listening and enjoying the program, and, and it's, it means something to you because it'll mean a lot to us. Okay. Yeah, and and do share. I mean, you know, if you've never shared the show or you've done it once in a blue moon, if everybody shares the show and then you ask your friend that you shared it to and you could do a blanket thing, say, hey, listen to this, and if you like it, you know, please share the show with a friend and let's pass it on down the line. Um, and, yeah, I'm building a, you know, I'm built, trying to boast up our listening. We We think it's good, but. I'm not asking for money from anybody. Uh, if money knocks at a door, I'm not going to refuse it. Yeah, you know. But I haven't heard anybody knock at that. Well, Anytime y- somebody y- knocks at the door, y- it's bad y- news. Y- you know what the problem <laughs> is with us, Bill? And I've heard this from people who I respect in the business. The people who have heard the show, it sounds like a professional radio talk program without oh, yeah. without commercials. People like the fact that there are no interruptions. So you're not going to get people hurrying to advertise because they don't, you know, to get advertisers for you because they like the fact that we're just doing continuous talk for an hour. Well, you know what? And, and, and I respect that. And I would sit there for an advertiser. I would develop a way to sit there because you know me, my mind works in a lot of different ways, but one of them is, is a marketing way. I would find a way to market your business without us having to disrupt the show, but you would become a fundamental part of the show. If that makes sense. It does make sense. And I think if anyone could do it, it probably would be you. Um, At the rally last night, um, we talked about how the president got choked up. But I guess the significant thing, other thing that happened was that uh, Governor Christy Noem, who is a giant on the political Mm -hmm. stage right now, she said this. It is my honor to present to you the man in the arena. He is a man of significance. He is the leader, the fighter that our country needs. He has my full and complete endorsement for President of the United States of America. I will do everything I can to help him win and save this country. Ladies and gentlemen, the 45th and the 47th President of the United States, And, of course, President Trump steps onto the stage, smiling, shaking Christy Noem's hand vigorously. You know, I was thinking when he did his other segment that uh, where he teared up, I, uh, I was thinking, boy, I'd like to go over and give that guy a hug. You know, sometimes it must be a very lonely situation for him to be in where so many of these evil, evil people uh, are just relentlessly trying to bring him down. Judges, district attorneys, mm. all of these crappy people who are trying so hard to destroy this man. You know, there is a lot to be said for the fact that this is not just uh, Republicans versus Democrat. This truly is a defining battle between good and evil. And if you don't believe that, you are naive. If you think that, oh, I just don't like Trump, I'm a Democrat, you're missing the whole picture, the whole story. You are lost. And if you go on thinking that way, if you're one of these people that, I, well, I, 
I hear them on talk shows, other talk shows. Yeah. Like I listen to Jeff Cooner up in Boston in the morning, and sometimes he'll get a Democrat on, and there's no getting through to some of these people. It's like they're yeah. they're just lost in their stupidity, you know. Cool. Cooner's a good guy, you know. He is, you know. And then uh, you got Howie in the afternoon. They're good guys. Uh, Boston is lucky to have a good conservative talk radio station in the land of craziness there because I oh, mean, yeah. you talk about a Democrat stronghold, but they're a powerful voice there, and those guys do a great job. You know, one thing I've noticed about Trump, you know, you, you see uh, videos from the 80s, you know, like uh, like the song, It Was a Very Good Year. He yeah. had, the world was his oyster. He was young. He was vibrant and happy and strong, and nothing could get in his way. He could buy an airline and it goes belly up, but he would find a way to turn it around and take that negative and still make it a positive. Yeah. And while it was a negative, he had nothing bad to say. It was always good stuff. Yeah. You know, and I mean, even as he. And the same liberals fighting, who want to destroy him today were trying to court him then. Yeah. And that makes them mad. And here he is today. You know, this perhaps. What we played for you this morning was the first time I've ever seen a motion yeah. take hold on Trump. Ever. Yeah. And that, if you go back and look at all the video and audio, for despite all the negativity, well, he felt at this, he felt at that, he felt at this, it felt at that. You know, the show Pawn Stars? Mm -hmm. You know, and that pawn shop is, if you go to v Vegas, it's, it's a big must-see to go to. I've been there. And, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I forget the guy's name. but uh, Rick Harrison? Uh, Rick Harrison. He had 36 attempts at businesses that all failed before oh, sure. that happened. I believe Everyone him. was a failure. Well, you know, you know, you know Sylvester Stallone with the movie Rocky, he brought the script to 60 different producers, and 60 producers rejected him. I have a good friend down in South Carolina, old running buddy of mine. I'm not going to give you the stories, but... He went through a lot of a lot of different things, and he actually developed a device for a big car manufacturer in Detroit. And then when he perfected it and got it, they said, hey, that's great. Let's put it on the shelf. Oh, by the way, we don't need you anymore. You're fired. So he went to South Carolina, lived on a, a, a sailboat he bought, mm -hmm. and was depressed, and alcohol was his friend until he met the right person that came along. End of the story is, He's a multimillionaire today. He wasn't then. Yeah. He had to sit there and go through a lot of brick walls. Sure. You know, and now Brian's doing very well. And you know, everybody and goes through them at some him. stage in their life. Everybody has obstacles. If you yeah. look at somebody and say, boy, I wish I was them because A, they're rich, or B, they're beautiful or handsome, or nah, they all got problems and they've all had their obstacles. And some of them sadly can't overcome them. Some of them you 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 wish that you were them, and you find out later on, uh, thank God I wasn't because they had issues they couldn't overcome. You know, but well, then you know what? Go ahead. You can't compare your life to somebody else's. I mentioned this last night to somebody. I sat there and I said, everybody's got a different set of hurdles. It's not that you have hurdles in life. It's what you do with those hurdles. And you know, you may not be able to do the run that somebody else did. But what you did with those hurdles is very important. We have hurdles right now for democracy and whether it continues. And it's what you do to help Trump that's trying to navigate those hurdles that are being thrown out there, yeah. not just at Trump. They're at us. When you, when you hit Trump, you hit us. I what got, a, I got a lot of audio we haven't done here, but I'll, I'll, we'll save it for the week uh, for next Monday's program. But I do want to play one little piece of audio, which is encouraging. Sure. Uh, Lara Logan, who is, I think, oh, yeah. one of the finest reporters uh, out there right now. She just, there's no, there's no partisanship. She is a, a kind of, people say, well, she's conservative. No, she's logical. She's a logical, mm -hmm. intelligent person who really does a thorough examination of the subject she's investigating and gives you an honest opinion of what's happening. Well, she's starting a new program, and it's uh, she's borrowed the title, I think, from Paul Harvey, who used to say, and now you know the, the rest, rest of, the, of the, story. the story. Yeah. Well, Laura Logan's new program is called The Rest of the Story, 
and it's coming out soon. Uh, obviously, we can't show you the video of it. It's very interesting. So you you'll hear some of uh, some segments. And you'll say, "What are they, what's happening here?" But I want you to hear the promo. Here's the audio. <laughs> January 6th, you talked to hundreds of defendants. What have you learned? Well, first I've learned about pain. I believe in my nephew. I am proud of him. He was just larger than life. We wanted to come and kind of just share what really happened today. He had never been in trouble before in his life. So this was just so overwhelming. I was sitting in my home and I got a call from his uncle. What did he say? They robbed him of his hope will to live. They took his fight away from him. They broke him. They completely broke him and they broke his heart. It's hard to find the truth these days and it's needed now more than ever. We've traveled the country to bring you honest, accurate reporting. Bottom line, Laura, they didn't want people going to the Capitol. They didn't want people even getting close to the Capitol. It never would have happened. It happened because they wanted to happen. No one was stopping you. This is the government we're talking about, okay? They have like nukes and F-15s. They can do whatever they want to stop average people like me. 34-year-old Roseanne Boylan was one of four people killed. This was a woman who got pushed down, smothered, trampled, and then beaten. Had this been covered at all by anyone else in the media? No. They named me as one of the insurrectionists that was preventing the cops from rescuing her. Was that true? Absolutely not. This crutch was right at my feet, and I put it above my head, and I said, in the name of Jesus, Lord, please stop this. Jeremy was at the Capitol providing security. I mean, he's quite literally the poster boy for the special forces. When you were arrested, they never sat you down and said, is this yours? No, because they're the same officers that recruited me on December 9th of 2020. From Department of Homeland Security. The same two guys. These people are hiding all of this information, and judges have let them get away with that. You could be here forever. I will be here as long as the American people leave me here. I'm Laura Logan with the rest of the story. Join us. I think it's going to be a good show. The rest of the story, Laura Logan. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. they, they were talking in the beginning about, I believe, a January 6th or a young man who obviously was a gentle soul who was there protesting, uh, probably got caught up in it because people were running around and stuff. And, and they ended up arresting him, and they put him in solitary, and they made his life miserable to a point where I believe he committed suicide. And, and you don't hear about that. You don't hear about the effect that this is having on not just, not just the people who were arrested, but their families too, the, the, the families of these January Sixers. Did you hear that they took the Proud Boys that were in jail— and they uh, took them with no warning or anything. They took them out of their cells. This is a couple of nights ago. Right. And they put them in a holding area for about five or six hours. And they all thought that they were moving to another prison. And uh, apparently the prison was in Philadelphia. And that prison didn't want them. Didn't want them. So they made arrangements to have them move to Lewisburg Penitentiary. And in the meantime, they, they then shipped them back to their cells in the D.C. prison. They are playing games with these young people uh, like they're murderers, like they're mafiosos. And they're doing it, uh, they're doing it to, to make a point to the rest of us. Be subservient or this can happen to you. And what one of them said is so true. They... Let January 6th happen because they wanted it. The government wanted it to happen. They could very easily, if you'll remember, they had those high barricades. They could have done the perimeter of the whole Capitol grounds. I'm talking right. I'm talking 15-foot-high fencing, heavy fencing, right around the perimeter of the property of the Capitol, and nobody would have come close to the building. No, they let it happen. They let it happen. You may say, well, maybe it would have taken too long to put the fence up. They could have put that fencing up around the Capitol with a full court press on. They could have done it in a night. All that stuff could have been done in a night. 
They, they, they work quick when they have to, trust me. And, uh, but they wanted it to happen. It was all staged. Even the January 6th hearing that we went through about a, uh, a six months or eight months ago with uh, Liz Cheney and Kinzinger and all those people, all those phonies, those phony, phony people. I mean, you look at the hearing and it was absolutely one-sided. It was, mm-hmm. there was no balance. You didn't have someone speaking against uh, the people in January 6th and then for them. You just heard people who were against them. You know, when you see that the, the uh, leaders, the Republican leaders of the House said, we want to put uh, Jim Jordan, we want to put James Comer on the committee. When no, no, no. Uh, Pelosi said uh, they're unacceptable to us. We'll take uh, we'll take uh, Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger, two mm-hmm. rhino leftists. Um, I won't say it because there are kids listening. But um, uh, so I mean, this is what you know. It, it was everything that's happening right now in our country is staged. And when you see President Trump tearing up on stage, I pray to I pray for him every day. I pray for that man every day. He needs our prayers. Yeah, he does. Yeah, if you pray, you should pray for him. Pray for yourself. Pray for your kids. Uh, and pray for Trump because he's really the only, and there's some good Republicans out there. Don't get me wrong, but right now he's the only shot that we got, and we need to take that shot. Mm-hmm. And you know what? One of the states somewhere is going to take him off the ballot. And then when that happens, yeah. there's going to be more. And all you need is a handful of states to do it to where the Electoral College goes out the door. The what do you do? If he's taken off the ballot, you, you don't see his name, you write it on there. But I heard somebody... And take a picture of it with your smartphone. I heard a, a very nice lady on the Boston talk show. I think it was on uh, on uh, Jeffrey Kuhner's show yesterday mm-hmm. saying, I'm not just going to... Uh, I'm not going to fall for what they're doing with the the ballots. I'm going to write him in. Even if he's on the ballot, I'm going to write him in. And I thought to myself, you know, if he's on the ballot, check, you know, where his name is. Don't write him in. Because if you you sign your name and part of it goes outside of the box that you're supposed to sign your name in, they they can invalidate it. They can say they're going to look for everything they can to invalidate. And um, if you, you sign you, the name, if you put in Trump, because everybody knows who you're talking about. No good. Oh, you didn't have his full name there. Ask me Donald J. J. Trump. Trump. Uh, Bill. No, hey. no, no matter what you do, it's, it's going to be wrong. And uh, look, uh, I predict that I don't know that they're going to get away with it because it's going to be up to you. It, the, le- the election will be stolen. All the old tricks are going to be in play again this time. You think time. we're going to get that far? Yeah. I, you I, think I, we're going to get well, as far as the election? It, it depends on the people. If the people start standing up, then, you know, the Democrats aren't afraid of going to war. And in war, in case you don't know what happens is, you break things and you blow things up until the other and guy you kill side people. goes, uncle. Yeah. What do you think BLM is? It is their army and militia. You didn't see any conservatives standing up against them, did you? No, you didn't. And what did they do? They burned things down. They killed people. They broke things and blew them up. And we cried uncle. And the thing is, it's because conservatives, they the conservatives are law-abiding conservatives believe that the police will take care of it. The military will take care of it. And they're not doing it. There's not enough police out there to take care of all the wrongs of the world. There's just not. Well, so listen, folks, uh, it's our weekend update. It's always a shorter show, right? And right now we're at 5931. (laughs) Oh, well, we're short. I know. <laughs> hurry up. But hurry up. Hurry up. Give me the phone number real quick. Quick, quick, quick. quick, uh, quick if quick, you want to call quick. us, 833-538-7868. 833-538-7868. Mail at itsanotherday.com and hasta la vista, baby. We're out of here. You did See? it. Yeah, 60 minutes. <laughs>
Johnny Reese is a major league pitcher who always had a talent for striking people out. Teams fell over themselves trying to recruit the young man with the menacing fastball. But baseball isn't his only talent. He's also a major league hitman, a contract killer who likes his work. Reese does more than strike opponents out. He eliminates them altogether. Retired New York City detective Jack Kane has come to Pittsburgh to find a killer and squeeze play by Jim Harrington is the story about what happens when these two alpha males meet and go head to head. It's a great weekend read. Squeeze play from Dover and Blackstone Media LLC. It's available at Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, and many other great online book sites. Or visit itsanotherday.com and click on our link at the top of the page. When it comes to mysteries and a great read, Squeeze Play is a grand slam.